And good evening once again, everybody. My name is Mike Cisneros, and you're listening and watching Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. Uh, we'd like to welcome everybody that's watching us on Periscope this evening, and we'd also like to welcome our co-hosts, the lovely and talented, the man that is synonymous with anonymous, the gnarly gnome. Gnome, good evening. Good evening. Thank you. And from Oakley Pub and Grill, and also the pastry training program for chefs from the Midwest Culinary Institute at Cincinnati State. Here she is, the queen of Cincy Craft Beer Commentary, Tina Cisneros. Tina, good evening. Ahoy, ahoy. We would like to welcome everybody to our 25th show. Yay! 25! Here, wait a minute. Tonight had, on a very it, special episode. You know, we had, <laughs> I had something here. Hold on. Wait, is uh, it? Here we go. Yay! Yay! Polite, polite applause, soft applause. Uh, so yeah, it's our 25th show, and uh, tonight we're going to do uh, a lot of reminiscing, a lot of talking about what we've done over the last six months. I cannot believe, guys, can I you can't believe, believe we've been doing this for that six it's been months. six months. It's kind of crazy. That's really. Um, the weather was darker in the evening than it is right now. Colder, uh, wetter, uh, and uh, back in uh, was I believe mid March. Or the early part of March. March 17th we, uh, got, was the first show. When we got underway. and um, Our first show was on St. Patrick's Day? I guess it was. Well, I, I guess. I mean, it, it's what it, I've got know, written down. But, huh. we've, but we've had it. We, we, we've, I mean, look, you know, it's not. That like, might have been when it posted, too. I don't know. Yeah. It's, yeah we're I think not really remember, good at this thing. I think I remember that the <laughs> 17th. Like I always like to say, we suck at this. Yeah, I remember uh, I worked on St. Patrick's Day. And uh, so that would have been, I think it was a Tuesday. So our first show was the 16th. And uh, if I reminisce and recall correctly. And uh, but anyway, yeah. Uh, so and it's not like you know, it's not like I don't know David Letterman or even you know <laughs> something that's been on a year or, or something getting to your you know. We hope we aspire. We hope to do that. Did you just but, compare uh, yourself to David Letterman? No, I did not compare <laughs> myself to David Letterman. I, it's just. No, and that's what I'm trying to say. We're we're don't we're not even in comparison to some, but I think six months is a pretty good yeah. track record to do, and we've done it week after week, despite sometimes not wanting to do it, sometimes uh, sometimes uh, it being really hard for all the schedule our schedules together. Exactly, either. we've done a couple of clip shows and a I couple mean, of things where we've recorded stuff remotely and then kind of pieced it together, which is okay. But this is the way we like to do, it. and this is the way. The way we were. This is the way we started. It's just, uh, it was four of us when we first started. Uh, Chris Kimboris has moved on since, uh, you know, uh, to uh, bigger and better things, uh, so to speak. Uh, but it's been the, pretty much the three of us since the first show, uh, just kind of sitting around the table and BSing about beer. It's awesome. I was actually, I meant to text this morning and ask if you were going to set up a clip of Little River Band's reminiscing. No, us. no, I'm not going to do that. But I am going to do a clip. Of Periscope wants to know if anybody's hungover today. Yes. Who? Why, who? Who's asking? It's just a simple question. <laughs> I well, that was kind of what you were saying, Dad, about the uh, days we don't want to do it or whatever. That's yeah. That's today, is, today this for is me. One. And then I kind of knew. I knew that this was going to be a fun show, and I'm excited to do it. But I'm just so tired. Um, killed, not by myself. But killed, <laughs> almost, killed, almost killed, by yourself. 
killed almost two um, six barrels of Madre beer last night at my, I, I put together, at my Labor Day party. So I, I'm I, kind of I put together a serious assault <laughs> on some uh, on some psychopathy yesterday. Well, so. what made me mad was that people knew that I had beer in kegs. And they still brought it themselves. Well, people like, are guests. What am I gonna do with all this beer? That's that's a terrible thing to be mad about. And yeah. and yeah, I mean, and especially too, some of it was Miller well, and yeah, and, and, and Budweiser. Well, and that's <laughs> worth being mad about. <laughs> once once the, once the late shift showed up, however, once all my I'm gonna bring you Bud Light once and all drink my, all your psychopathy. Once, once all my coworkers at Oakley Pub and Grill got off once and came all, to the once party. Once all the real low life heavy drinking restaurant people, I, which which I know I, you know who you are, and I know who you are because I used to be one. So yeah, uh, yep. yeah, and and uh, anyway, we digress. Uh, we would like to uh, begin as we begin every show uh, of the uh, beautiful Cincy Brewcast with From the Beer Fridge. I wanted to get together a, a bunch of beers of the past or maybe beers that I had thought that had been some of our favorites and some of the stuff. We could talk about that. Um, I really wanted to make it to uh, Braxton because I think one of the best beers that I've had, uh, and it's funny, I, I was drinking it at the Braxton show, but we didn't have it in our flight and we didn't discuss it as part of the, um, the beer fridge segment, but I really loved the trophy. Uh, from Braxton, I think it's oh, I one agree of the 100% top percent on that one. I think it's one of the it's top really five beers that I've had this year. Um, very close, to probably the number one. Well, I've got a couple fun statistics too. So why while you're talking about beers that we've had on this show, do you guys have a guess on how many that is? Well, we generally average three, and we've generally had, we've had twenty five shows. So uh, fifty. What is that? Fifty five, sixty. I was, I, 25, 25 times, times three, times three I was, is 75. I, I was told there would be no math. I would like to hazard a little bit of a different guess because there have been, you say we average around three. I'd say the minimum is three. Uh, yes. The minimum is I, three. Yes. I don't so, think we've ever had any less. So yes, think, we have. Yes, we have also. Oh, yes. There, um, well, la, last week, no. What week was it? Now I don't well, last have, week, I didn't bring my iPad today. Last so I don't have my week, numbers in front of me, but at the um, cigar fest, we yes, didn't, last then, we didn't it was really last have week. any. Oh, we so had that's one. Down we, the did, we did one. We had one, and we talked about yeah. it a little bit. So, so I'm going to guess 112. Um, Mike, you are no, too. I'm at I'm at I'm at like 80. You are too low. You are too high. We're at 90, 91 beers Damn. to date. Damn, and you ke- you've kept track and, of them. Oh yeah, I keep track are, of every single. I have a big giant list. Those are just the ones that we've talked about on air. And this might not actually be fair because of the way my spreadsheet is set up, it's counting a couple of them that we've tried a couple times. Like I know we've had Handlebar a couple. Yeah, did, I mean, we've and that's done it. Counts a couple different so ways. My numbers might be a little bit off. So, um, well, we need. But to get, still, that's kind of an we, impressive amount. We need it's, to get that posted. Beers, um, we need to get that posted to the. Uh, that is thirty-four growlers too. We need to get that wow. posted to the webpage. So 30, 34, 34 of growlers of beer. Um, and then a whole bunch of cans and a whole uh, bunch of bottles. All right. We're going to interrupt the From the Beer Fridge segment here for a minute. I want you to bring up the telephone, please. It's up. Hello. Can you hear us, caller? Uh, yeah. Uh, how long are you guys going to take on this pizza? I've been waiting for an hour. <laughs> do you guys have any idea who this is? I do not. Who is it? Ladies and gentlemen. 
from Lorain, Ohio, and uh, the, the the number four the <laughs> the, the the driving force behind Basco Brewing Company that's going to be coming to Lorain, uh, Ohio, near you. Our former number four and number one in our hearts, Chris Camboris. Chris, how you doing tonight? I'm doing great, Mike. Thank you so much. That well, was, that was hi, lovely. Chris. Oh my how gosh, I'm about to cry. I got chills. <laughs> Well, I wanted to be a surprise for you guys. Uh, I got the new uh, telephone uh, interface uh, last week, and the first thing I thought of was, let's get the old crew back together one more time and have Chris on the show. So, And, man, I'll tell you, you've got to tell us what's been going on up there because it sounds like there's been a lot, a lot of good stuff going on for you. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it turns out, you know, uh, Cleveland is – just i guess the, the home that i cannot escape you know <laughs> <laughs> um and you know and and rightfully so i mean uh it's 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 basically where i cut my teeth and uh um you know i guess uh not long after i returned from cincinnati uh <clears throat> just kind of uh settling into the stay-at-home dad routine um a friend of my wife's um actually said that you know he's looking for someone who can kind of uh, help him start up a brewery in lorraine ohio and uh uh, I agreed to, uh, come out and check it out with him. And, and I thought, Hey, you know, if nothing else, you know, this will just kind of give me a, a chance to kind of, uh, you know, just kind of, uh, keep your feet, keep your feet to, wet in it. So to speak. Yeah. What was that? Keep your feet wet in it, so to speak, and kind of get, right. keep brewing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I've always kind of wanted to see how things kind of, uh, begin, you know, from their inception, uh, with, in regards to, uh, starting a brewery and, uh, um, <clears throat> this, this sounded like something fun and, uh, I'll admit, uh, anybody who first drives into Lorraine, Ohio, uh, would easily dismiss it and write it off and say, you know, thanks, but no thanks. I'll, I'll, I'll take this somewhere else. Um, you know, it's an old steel town, uh, but it's, it's more than that. Uh, I mean, I come from Youngstown, Ohio. It's an old steel town. Um, but when you come to Lorraine <clears throat> and you see how much just geographically it has to offer, it's, it's, it does kind of like boggle your mind. Like, why is there not more going on here? And you realize, okay, these people kind of had their, their life plug pulled out on them when the steel mills left. Sure. Uh, and, and that struck a chord with me. And, uh, I said, you know what? Uh, this is, this is, this is my kind of place. Uh, I, I, I want to give this, you know, a full go. And, uh, I just, uh, I just decided to kind of test the waters with uh, some social media and, and, and just kind of, maybe try and zero in on exactly uh, what kind of resonates uh, in Lorraine. And sure enough, I mean, it's, it's more than just the brewery. Um, it, it, I mean, the whole town just rallied around uh, the whole concept of Bascule uh, Brewery and uh, Public House, which is what it will, you know, come to be known as. Um, and it's, it, the whole experience has just been tremendous. I, I, I I've been uh, just, completely moved by the whole thing uh the, these people are uh I, I feel like i'm one of them i feel like i'm an adopted son to them now and uh just to see the just the, the huge amount of support uh that they're giving me even in this early stage i haven't sold them a pint of beer yet and and they're just rallying around us right now now were, were they uh, so lorraine was an area that was really aching for something really needs some sort of economic movement and you're, sure. I guess you're going to be just the, one of the first parts of this because I read the article that was that you posted on Facebook the other day, and and you know they're talking about building a whole district sort of uh, maybe around this there in Lorraine, the, the city falls. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 an arts and entertainment district, uh, and it's 
Um, it's a, I mean, it's a really picturesque location. It's, uh, it's on Broadway, which if you follow Broadway all the way up, if you keep walking, you'll, you'll walk right into Lake Erie. And, uh, and uh, off in the distance, I'd say, oh, I don't know, probably about a half a mile offshore, there's, uh, there's a lighthouse. Uh, and it's it's a this historical landmark, and and that's the thing. Lorraine's got so much historical beauty to it, um, and I think, unfortunately, it's fallen victim to a time when people forgot how to just rely on what your local resources are. People just got too accustomed to the idea of um, you know waiting for a big corporation to come in and set down roots, and then everybody just kind of suckles from that big, you know, corporate teat. And uh, if... Yeah. <laughs> am I the first one to ever say corporate well, this, teat on your Well, diet? it is the internet, no. It's, <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> we can say whatever we want. But, I mean, you know, it, it is more about than just the beer, although the beer itself, I'm going to make sure that it is, you know, uh, uh, local, locally-centric uh, beer. It's It's going to... You know, I mean, all of all of Lorraine is is kind of a mosaic of of ethnicities and cultures, and I want to make sure that the beer uh, reflects that as well. But it's it's more than just the beer. It if you know if this is any testament to how how much support a a brewery can can uh, can kind of kick up, um, it, it sure says something about uh, the industry. It says something about about the beer culture. Uh, and certainly says something about the people of Lorraine. I, I'm, I'm just coming in at, at a time where you have so many good people already laying down the foundation, already laying the groundwork down, um, and uh, all I have to do is, is, is just come provide them with what, um, you know, the, just, just I'm, I'm just here to deliver the goods. Right. So <laughs> any, any thought yet on, uh, obviously, you're going to be the head brewer? Uh yeah, I, I guess you can say I'm the co-founder, uh, brewmaster, uh, el presidente, you know, whatever you want to go occasional with. Occasional janitor, Dictator, maybe. occasional janitor. Oh, yeast wrangler. Absolutely. Yeast Pole dancer. <laughs> I mean, you know, whatever I got to do to make this work. Well, what are you, what are you planning? What, what, what is, what is in your, what's been rolling around in your mind is some of the, maybe something, some of the th- beers that you want to introduce up there to the fine folks in Lorraine, Ohio. Well, uh, you know, I, I don't, I don't completely want to be too secretive about this, but you know, without giving too much away. Oh yeah. Um, it's uh, it, once it's they become well, to, once they become brewers, they start to get, they start to clam up, don't they? No, that's look, something we look found who in our twenty five shows. Look who's not talking now about what the beers he wants to make. No, I'm just, just kidding. Go ahead. Well, you know, we we have a, a huge Hispanic population out there. I'm I'm definitely going to uh, um, uh, design styles and recipes that that speak to that culture and and all of our of ears just perked with, up mm-hmm. I know. yeah that that? all of our ears just all perked of us up. hispanics here in the room <laughs> 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 and of course you know i mean i'm, I'm full greek so i mean uh I'm, I'm definitely going to bring some of my flavor to the table um and and you know it's not just about the flavors but it's it's definitely going to incorporate you know the history of of the location uh into uh, the the entire ambiance of the place. Um, I, I want this place to be an extension of every. Uh, uh, is it Lorrainians? L- Lorraine? I, I guess. They, however, you would know better uh, than us. They're referred to. Um, they. I, I want them to feel like this is an extension of their living room, uh, their dining room, uh, their their homes. You know, I, I I don't want this to be some big, cold, vacant, you know, space that's just kind of where you walk in, you feel out of place. Sure. Um, this is going to be a, a, a community center of sorts. So, um, 
you know, it's not just what I'm going to bring to it. It's it's what the people of Lorraine want to bring to it. This is going to be someplace where Lorraine can can display uh, uh, their their talents and and also uh, you know try to um, you know build support for projects of their own. You know, right, so right. we're not so we're not sitting there waiting for you know big corporate you know people to come and uh, you know wait for us to take their handouts. You know, I, I think the people of Lorraine, like any other small town. Uh, is resourceful and and I think that they can they can certainly prove that uh, uh, you know they they are their own biggest resource. Well, you've also had some great success in your personal life as well. You have a, a young child. Uh, I <laughs> the de- a day doesn't go by that I don't see you uh, putting a picture of beautiful Andonis on uh, uh, online. You. And uh, congratulations to you and your wife. Uh, thank you. Part I, of yeah, the reason you moved back to. Uh, to the northern Ohio area was to uh, keep your family intact. Uh, I don't know if that's a Correct. secret. I don't know if Correct. you mind if I mention that. But no, not but that's, at all. Uh, no, and so that's a very important. Uh, that's very important and very very uh, uh, commendable Correct. to no, you. I'm, I'm eternally grateful for the time that I that I got to spend in, in Cincinnati. Uh, you know, any any sort of uh, bend in the road, you know, that you you are blessed with, you know, you you should just embrace it. And uh, Cincinnati was just one of those things where it's like man am i glad i got that notch in my yeah, belt you know yeah. and uh and of course you know i'll, I'll always have uh, some some good friends down there and uh yeah it was <laughs> and 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 in typical chris cambor's fashion i mean i it was uh one of those things where um you know i, I couldn't just leave peacefully it was uh, a phone call <laughs> at uh, midnight from my wife saying her water broke and it was a you know a, a a white knuckle drive all the way from Cincinnati to Cleveland just to, in time to make it right. uh, to my son's birth. Right. Right. God, you know, uh, thank God for that. Well, one 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 final question to you, and, and we'll let you go, Chris Camboris again, uh, the uh, man who is going to be one of the founders of Bascule Brewing in Lorain, Ohio. Um, uh, one, uh, two two quick questions. The first one is, when do you guys? think you're, you might be online i know that's a very difficult probably question oh, yeah. to answer right now but just if if you've got even you know a de- any kind of you know idea of of when well i i have to admit you know normally i think the 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 textbook answer to that would be you know anywhere from like six months to a year out um i would i would probably lean closer towards the six month uh timeline simply because there's so many people that are as i said just pushing for this to happen they 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 want it yesterday so um uh it's it's definitely going to be expedited but we're going to make sure we don't cut corners that's cool well well you'll definitely i I know you'll keep a surprise of that and the final question and probably the most important important question i've ever asked of any guest on Mm. cincy brewcast Mm. what did you take from your one show appearance <laughs> on Cincy Brewcast by that the, has by turned the way, you into this broadcast. Our mogul most popular show to date was our first show. Was our first show. So. What I took away from it was never underestimate what can you can walk away with from a drunken conversation, <laughs> <laughs> or a couple. Because, because I know we had a couple, a couple up at uh, up at Mount Carmel sure. too. I mean, you I, and you know, I wanted to say this before I let you go is that is that you, as much as anybody, is, is responsible for this because you and I were brainstorming ideas in the tap room up there at Mount Carmel. We were yeah. talking about doing yeah. video stuff and audio stuff and podcast stuff and this and that. 
and 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 it's from that from those few conversations that we had that uh, has brought us sort of to this point here in Cincinnati. Right. So uh, I, I, I've uh, just been I've been floored by by just how much ground you guys have covered and, and what you're doing for that area, uh, what you're doing for Ohio and, and just the industry. It is it is. I mean, I seriously, my heart swells at, uh, seeing you guys carry on, even even though I can't be there to join you physically. Uh, it is it is absolutely wonderful. I mean, the, when when I first spoke to you about wanting to be part of a project like that, uh, I don't care who did it as long as it got done. And and to know that, um, you know, there's there's so much to be covered, and there's people that that are willing to do it, <laughs> and 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 do the drinking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we put in the work here at Cincy Brewcast. Right. You know that? Yeah, it's a rough exactly. job. <laughs> hey, no, nothing happens, you know, without a little sweat, right? A little sweat equity. Right. So, um, but I, I, I just, I want to say that, you know, I, I'm so proud to have, uh, have, uh, been part of that. And, um, and I, I seriously wish you guys all the best. And we wish you the best. You can count on us to be, to be fully invested in the basketball brewing story. And we want to be, we want to be there. Uh, from the beginning so we want to do a show up there it'll probably be our first real roadie so everybody better think about getting your <laughs> vacation days and your off days ready if to my go. wife is listening honey <laughs> so well uh, if, if i could add one more thing the whole concept behind the bascule brewery uh, a bascule bridge is one of those bridges if, uh, for anyone who doesn't uh know is one of those bridges that lifts up uh to allow another vessel uh watercraft to pass through and the concept behind the name uh is is the bascule bridge is not only uh, something that connects two separate bodies, but also something that it becomes a gateway, and that is the concept behind uh, what we are doing. We we don't want to uh, just simply exist for ourselves. We are there to be a gateway for other people as well as bring everyone together, and that certainly goes for my friends in Cincinnati. Well, we certainly appreciate the thoughts, and we're certainly thinking about you, and we keep we keep up with you on Facebook, and uh, Chris Camboris. We appreciate you. We we are so proud that you were the first guest that to inaugurate our new capability of being able to accept phone calls. And uh, we wish you all the best and the best of luck to your family. And uh, keep in touch. What are you guys drinking right now? We were getting ready to get into some Jackie O's uh, Matriarch. Okay. Uh, some Taff Sale House Cherrywood Amber. Taff Sale House Cherrywood Amber. He's also got, got some a uh, Ryan Geist uh, Chester Cherry Saison. Oh wow. So, and like, like we were saying right before you called, we put a, a Tina and I put a hurting on a better part of some, uh, of some, uh, mad tree, uh, psychopathy my, yesterday at a party at her yeah, house. Yeah, my, so. my, my Labor Day party was yesterday. And so I'm kind of uh, Beautiful. hurting a little bit today. So beautiful. Well, well I, I can't wait to come back down to Cincinnati and see you guys. I, I wish you all the best. God bless you. And God cheers. bless you. Thank bless you very you. much. There's, you. there's always an empty seat at this table yeah, absolutely. for you. <laughs> all right, you guys. All right. Take care. Thanks cheers. a lot. Bye. 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 Chris Camboris, everybody, from our uh, our original uh, fourth host. Founding member uh, of Cincy Founding me- member of Cincy Brewcast. And uh, going through a lot of just great stuff up there in northern Ohio. Uh, good personal family stuff for him. And also starting a new concern that sounds really exciting there in Lorraine. Listen, uh, we're going to take a short break. Uh, I'm going to we'll do a little bit of business and we'll come back with the beer fridge. Uh, so... Um, uh, but the, it's 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 great. It was great to hear from Chris, and uh, you're listening to Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. Hi, everybody. Mike Cisneros here, and as a craft beer lover, you want the same thing I do. 
the finest in handmade lagers, ales, and stouts. But do you take the time to think about whether the same care and attention has been given to the treats you feed your dog? Well, I'm here to tell you about Brewhouse Dog Bones, made from the same wholesome malted barley that you'll find in the delicious beers from many of Cincy's finest craft breweries. Brewhouse Dog Bones are handmade in small batches using just three additional natural ingredients, peanut butter, organic eggs, and brown rice flour. So you know your best friend is enjoying almost the same great craft experience that you do. And Brewhouse Dog Bones are not only good for your dog, they're good for our community because they offer real-world training and a work co-op experience for developmentally disabled young adults ages 18 to 22 through the New Richmond, Sycamore, Marymount, and Oak Hill school districts. Brewhouse Dog Bones are available in the distinctive brown paper sacks with the red dog bone at some of Cincy's finest craft tap rooms, including Mount Carmel Brewing Company, Listerman Triple Digit Brewing in Cincinnati, and Old Firehouse Brewing in Williamsburg and great pet stores like Newtown Feed and Supply and Earthwise Pet Supply in Montgomery. For more information about Brewhouse Dog Bones, to carry Brewhouse in your tap room or pet store, or to find out how your school district can participate in the Brewhouse Dog Bones program, just contact Lisa Graham by visiting www.brewhousedogbones.com. Give your dog the craft experience with Brewhouse Dog Bones. From the beer fridge. Yeah, we'll play the liner one more time. Once again, Chris Camboris, uh, we just got off the phone with Chris. Uh, thanks for calling. We that thank was, him for calling. That was a really cool surprise. Uh, I'm glad you guys liked thanks it. Thanks for setting uh, it up. And uh, it was really nice to talk to him. Uh, let's drink. <laughs> I'm <Okay>. thirsty as <laughs> hell. <laughs> that made me thirsty. Okay. Uh, <laughs> trying to work oh, with my the, goodness. the hair of the dog here. Wow. This, again, this is the. Um, we're getting out the uh, Jackie O's. The wife went to Athens today, and I said, will you pick me something up? As you know, when you go to Athens, you're always going to get something from Jackie O's. Of course. And um, The best hear, sound in the world. We hear <laughs> Sounds really good. so many guys that we've talked to, um, various various brewers, There's uh, from Urban Artifact to um, um, 50 West to... Um, we that there's two names that keep coming up Jackie O's and Listerman's right and uh, so a lot of people are influenced by Jackie O's beers and a lot of people get their first home brewing equipment at Listerman's <laughs> so, so anyway what are we drinking here this is the triple IPA uh, from from Jackie O's called Matriarch Matriarch yes well, it's a really beautiful color. I'm not sure if it's just the lighting in this room and the colors in this room. I've got a perfect looks, seat with that lamp. It's, it, <laughs> it's a really beautiful, like almost like reddish, like dark golden reddish almost. And and and, and it's got that real, real, real funky hop aroma, man. That's yeah, that dankness. And as oh, far man, as the taste, awesome. it's fantastic. It really is, really, really, really good. It's it's it's. That's really good. Again, that that that, 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 that dankness, real heavy dankness. Yeah, that dankness, that uh, the, resinous, pinous. What's the uh, yeah? That's kind what's of the ABV a, on that. Good question. Because it doesn't uh, it, it doesn't taste too bad, but 10, I imagine it has to be ten point eight. Wow. 
That's the that's triple that's, hopped IPA. That's dangerous because that, that does not taste like ten percent. No, it is not a ten. It is not a ten percent. Well, and that piney kind of resin flavor is the the flavor that I've been kind of talking about how I kind of miss in the IPAs that we've been seeing lately. Um, so it's really good and refreshing to me to have that. That's really good. Yeah, it's delicious. Next, next up is the Taft's Ale House. Oh, all over my computer and everything. <laughs> Cherrywood Amber. Um, tell us a little bit about this one, Noam, if you have Well, the, their, their can series is kind of unique to Cincinnati where, you know, you can't just run out to your, your local bottle shop and grab cans of their beer. You still have to head down to the tap room and, um, and grab it there. So it's... It kind of has that scarcity behind it that's fun. And they kind of sprang this one on us. They didn't let us know ahead of time that they were going to release it. So um, probably on Wednesday or so, they just said, oh, by the way, we've got cans of Cherrywood Amber. And um, and just also, I, I'm a little behind on this, but that's okay. I mean, I, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not all over it like some of the other bloggers like you are known. But I just found out today that they're doing growlers now. All yes, beers. yes. Uh, and they were they were they were lim- they were limited to not doing it for a while for the first couple of months I guess two three months do- fifteen dollars I think for a growler there across the board as far as um and I uh, yeah I, I think it is in front of me but it sounds right 15, 15 for the glass and the fill and then thirteen to fill right other growlers well I don't think you could have two more diametrically opposed this beer styles or or types of beer. On you know, in, this in, to me is is Kevin Moreland written all over it. Like this is a signature beer for him. Yeah, this that, always I always forget how much I like um, Amber's. I always just tend to forget about them, but this is really really good. It's delicious. It's and we talked last week about cigars a lot, and this is a fantastic beer with a cigar. That would that, be perfect. That, that sweetness would be perfect. and it, yeah. Um, yeah yeah, it's, it's got just a little bit of sweetness. Um. Um. Uh, uh, Gum like a gum like a gum flavor like a fruit gum right. scent, I'm, a fruit gum scent and a fruit gum sort of aroma. And I'm getting a little bit of a, I don't know if it's maybe just like power of suggestion, but I'm getting a little uh, little smokiness. You, know, you definitely get the cherry wood yeah. that, that, that uh, which that would be fun too to try it with some barbecue or something like yeah. some barbecue chicken. I've, I've I think that might be my last Barbecue can. Chip, that sounds that's, great. That's really nice. I wish you'd have brought more of that. That's, now, what's the ABV, what's the ABV on that? I don't know. You've got the can closest to you. I do not. You, you think I know all these things off the top of my head? Well, you know, I've he doesn't notes. do any show prep. <laughs> Five point six. Five point six. And next, the fun, the last one we've got tonight, uh, a little howler that uh, the gnome picked up at uh, at Jungle Gems. Jungle Gems. Yeah. Um, and let so, me tell you, my sister is going to be really disappointed that she missed this. Oh, this beer. is the Chester. Yeah, Cincy Brew Dogs version. Cincy Brew Dogs. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And this is their uh, saison, right? Cherry saison. Cherry saison. Another really beautiful one in the glass too. It does kind of have a pink hue to it. Yeah, we actually. Um, Ooh, it I, does. We are we're getting this beer in at Oakley Pub and Grill at some point here in the next um, little bit. And the reps came in and gave us the Chester posters, and Angie got to take one home because Angie's dog is named Chester. Almost like a, a yeah, it's a, not quite as red as a as as a creek or whatever, but it's definitely got that red that that pinkish hue. 
I, I think I think a typical that, saison. That no, yeah, that nose, nose is unmistakable. And I do get a little bit of cherry in the aroma. But I get a lot of sour cherry in the oh, in, yeah. the, in the in the taste. Really oh. nice. You know, and you know, a lot of people give Ryan guys some shit and say that they can't do anything other than a single hot pale ale and you know, big IPAs and stuff and this is another one of the we we talked about when we did a squirt this summer how how fantastic yeah, that squirt was. Yeah, was very good. And this is right up there this for is me. Very it's one good. of one of my favorite beers that they do. Sorry, I was taking a picture of it. Another one of my top beers I think from the from the past year's Hustle. Oh yeah. I mean real oh, easily yeah. one of the top 5 that that I've oh, had man. is Hustle. This is really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it it yeah, it does it reminds me a little bit. It's got that little kind of sourness that I mean, they've been doing a lot, trying to do a lot with the um, the kind of sour gozas. Um, yeah, the dodo. Yeah, the dodo. We the had peach the dodo. the peach on. Um, we also had the regular on a couple weeks ago, but I I liked it. I think it's good. So I think they're they're kind of figuring out kind of the sour saison kind of wild flavors. I like it. This is this is good, folks. I think we're three for three tonight. I think yeah. these are all yeah. three really really outstanding. Three, three very beers. different beers, too. And three very, right. very different beers. So, well, and what's perfect is that we tried the Matriarch first, but that it didn't. It was that beer was kind of sut- really delicious, but subtle enough to not destroy our mouths for the exactly. rest of it. So, the Matriarch available, Jackie O's. Don't ask me how much it is; you don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> but just go up there and have a pint. Uh, <laughs> it's cheaper. You'll, you'll, it'll be cheaper for you to drive to Athens, have a pint, and come back than it would be to get a and growler. stop for lunch. And stop for lunch. <laughs> Uh, so, it was at, it was thir- full disclosure. It was thirty dollars. I think they charge twenty or twenty two for their high gravity series and their growlers, and then the glasses uh, is um, like six or seven bucks. So that's the eternal curse: is that yeah. you forget your glass. You know what though that that growler of that beer, I think that's worth it. I almost yeah, I, didn't, I almost didn't get it. <laughs> I, I think it's worth it. I think that's. Uh, and then the Taft's Ale House, Cherrywood, available at, at Taft's Ale House. Taft's Ale House. Uh, and it's uh, was nine ninety nine for a... Somewhere around for, there. For a uh, yeah. six-pack. You want some more? Uh-huh. And then, uh, and then the uh, Chester from Rheingeist. And I'm sure, uh, obviously available at Rheingeist, but and you also got it's, this it's at pop- the Jungle Gym. Yeah, it's popping up around town. And it's starting to show up It'll be at town. Oakley Pub and Grill here pretty soon. Um so, like I said, we had a, that was a that was a really good segment, really good, uh, delicious beers. Go out and get you some, and uh, that is tonight from the beer fridge. Let's talk about where we've been. We need that cheesy harp music. I want it. I want. I want, I want reminiscing. So. Little River Band. Talking about from the beer fridge, you you kind of mentioned a couple here and there. What's you know, from stuff we've tried on the show, what jumps out at you is something that either caught you off guard, something that was fantastic, something that you didn't think was going to be as good as it ended up being. What what stands out to you guys? Um, not to kind of no, I mean not to kind of crap on anything <laughs> but i was a, the kind of one that sticks out to me because i know it's going to take me a minute to think about what is best you know what i've liked the most but kind of what stuck out to me as something i thought i was going to really like and didn't really end up loving that much was glow by Rheingeist. yeah you know I, um i'm not a big fan of of 
saying anything is bad, but that, you know, it, it wasn't coming, bad. Coming, it wasn't bad. It wasn't a bad beer. I think the hard part is coming right off of trophy from, from Braxton. That's exactly what it is. When I you, you that have that ruined. trophy from Braxton and then you, you know, I, that it was bad timing, I guess for, for whole yeah. melon hops. Yeah. Um, um, for, for me, we talked about it just a second ago, that squirt, I, it's such a silly beer to, to be in love uh-huh. with, you know, but it's man, good. it just, it surprised me so much at how much I enjoyed uh, that beer. I was, um, I think just right off the top of my head, I think the beer that I had the most visceral reaction to when I first tried it was Finn from Urban Artifact. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was... Which, by the way... Really quite... Hearth. Go ahead. Uh, d- kind of a different conversation, but Hearth, they just they just have right, that new right. wild beer. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Is Finn. that the uh, Irish... Uh, the no, Irish no, no that's Cauldron. Um, it's they're just their new wild ale. Okay. Uh, yeah, let's um, talk Finn. But the Finn, really, a real departure from anything that I'd ever really had. I before. absolutely adored that beer, and that might have been. That's I think that honestly is one of my favorite beers that I've had all year. One of my favorite beers in the city. I think it's easy to sure. say that that's probably in the top and five. I've so I've given a top five so far of Trophy, uh, Finn, Hustle. I've come up with two more here in a minute, but uh, well, I'll, I'll uh, go squirt um, for me. Well, and I'm I'm biased, obviously, but um, Mantry Shade really just blew me out of the water. It's amazing to me how much I ended up liking that beer after being, you know, when they did it as the collaboration with Listerman. That was a little bit. It was I liked it, but I what I it wasn't that I like would I couldn't stop drinking it. Um, Shade this year has really been impressive to I, me. I, I got to tell you, I'm, I'm continuing. We're continuing to drink here, and and this cherry wood is really starting to win the night. I'm, I'm for me. I'm in love with that. Beer. It's very very impressive. Yeah. I mean, it's just got it's got it. It's got something. I'm not entirely sure what it is I like about it. Is it the sweetness? Maybe I think so. I, that's that's what sticks out to me is the, it's a, that it's a, sweet and that that I don't want to call this, it a smoky beer because I think it's going to throw people off because it's not smoky. It's, no, you get just like a, t- a touch of smoky. Like barbecue. It's it's it's, it's it really like is. A, when you said barbecue chicken, I I really was like, oh man, now that I know how to work my grill after yesterday, <laughs> I'm gonna do that. <laughs> Well, listen. We talked to quite a few uh, people about what their, you know, what their ideas were about how they wanted to get into uh, craft brewing and so forth. And we've we've pulled a few sound clips from some of our live shows. And and one of my favorite, I think one of my favorites was from Adam Cowan of Old Firehouse Brewing, and uh, he talked about how they got started over at Old Firehouse. <laughs> Uh, Lori and I were down in Asheville, North Carolina. It's your wife, Lori Ward, who's your yes. partner in, yes. in crime and in, 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 in the so place. So we were, we were in Asheville, North Carolina about three years ago. And I had a job that was kind of beating me up a little bit. So she tells me I should think about brewing beer. And I didn't know anything about brewing beer. I wasn't even a home brewer. So we came across the place that I absolutely thought was amazing. Uh, kids running around, checkers, painted boards painted on the tables. Um, this is in Asheville, right? Asheville, North yeah. Carolina. So we came across this place, and I decided, fine, we'll do it. So we spent about a year and a half, I think it was, just doing research on... <laughs> Excellent st- research, yeah. Oh, on everything. <laughs> Stainless steel, uh, yeast, 
malt, water profiles, refrigeration, keg, everything. And then we met. We decided we would do it. We started doing a little bit of home brewing. What and was, then, what was in, I mean, what was in your in your personal profile that would have, you know, I mean, some guys are engineers, some guys are tinkerers, some guys are chemists, some guys are. Or just was it just I, the love I of beer? And I love beer. I drink. He's a drinker. I drink. <laughs> That's why I did it. She thought it would be cheaper for me to make beer than to buy it. We've heard that story before. Yeah. Little did she know. Yeah, really. She kind of lost that one. Um, I'm going to have to drink a whole lot of beer to pay all this back. Right. <laughs> I loved that show so much. Uh, that was so fun. That was our second uh, live program and uh, we really enjoyed uh, down there at Old Firehouse and had a really good time with it and you know he, he's just he's good people him right. and Lori are, are good people and that's you know and, and they've been really quite successful in a place that's again yeah, like Chris was talking, talking about I was going to say it sounds Lorraine. exactly like what Chris Not, was you wouldn't think about but is just aching for aching for something down there in, in Williamstown. I ran into him. I ran into him at a Jungle Gems a couple of weeks ago for a pint night that he was at, and he said, "Oh, what do you what are you doing on Tuesday?" And I said, "Oh, yeah, I gotta work, and you know the normal stuff." He's like, "Oh, you should you should call off work. You should come in and hang, <laughs> hang, hang out with us while we brew." That's and a good I said, idea. I said, "Well, you know, I, I've, you know, I've seen you guys brew. I don't know." And he's like, no, "No, no, no, we're doing a collaboration with Fifty West." And I said, oh, what kind of collaboration? He said, Pawpaws. And I said, all right, Ugh. I'll see what I can do. So I, I called off work, and I went in there, and I hung out with him and Ben and all the other people that kind of wander in off the streets on sure. a brew day, which was, <laughs> was the fun part to see. And um, kind of hung out with them while they brewed that pawpaw beer, which there should be some some news on it uh, in the coming coming weeks on the gnarlygnome.com, of course. Yes. Um, and then um, also, you know, talking about some of these – um, fruitier beers that he um, was also getting a shipment in that day of some tart cherries and some uh, um, blood orange um, puree, which I get the two mixed up. And so without my notes in front of me, they are either doing tart cherry wheat and a blood orange blonde, I believe. Oh my um, god! Which um, I'm blood orange blonde? That sounds so I'm, good. And I could have those. I could have those flip flop. Well, too. if you say if it's, a, if, it's, it's a, if it's a blood orange wheat, <laughs> I'm gonna cry. I don't like wheat beers, but but well, it's it's not you know, and, and wheat is is not the right word either. But um, they're taking their goza recipe and just not putting the salt and using that as their their yeah. wheat base. So it's okay, not that it's sounds, not a big heavy good. wheat beer. It's it's right. a, it's kind of a right. light drinkable wheat, which. Sure. Are, there's there's some fun stuff coming out of old fire. That's and awesome. We would be remiss. It just came across on uh, on Facebook and uh, as a Facebook uh, me- social media event just the other day, September 26th at Old Firehouse, their one year anniversary. One year anniversary. They're having a big wow. festival down there. Breaking out in the bottles. Williamsburg. They're going to break out some bottles. They've got some special kegs that they're That's going to take. Crazy. Te- games, food. I think with the mountain mountain man mountain barbecue, barbecue. Mountain barbecue. And barbecue. And and another yeah, one. Oh, and the pizza uh, place the pizza across place the street. Day. Yeah, uh, the uh, Main, street, Main Street Pizza. And um, and I just I got an email from my boss at work the other day. Can you work a day shift that day? Yes, I can. <laughs> the, and so I will be at OFB. So we'll at me, some me and point Mrs. Gnome at some point that, that, uh, that afternoon. Uh, in this the would evening. be September twenty yeah. sixth, correct? Yes. September twenty sixth. Saturday. Write it down from noon to I think ten. He put on. They put on the thing, Something but, like that. Uh, and again, 
If you haven't been out there, you're really missing out because Adam is Adam is a is one of a kind. He really is a I know. super I ran, guy. I ran into him at uh, at um, the, the summer bonanza at Madry the other day, and it was just really nice to see him and talk to him again. And you know, um, asked about you guys. I said, "Well, they're laying down on their jobs as drinkers." <laughs> um, but yeah, just incredibly, incredibly good guy. He's happy we know him. Uh, another guy that we talked to. Um, about how they got interested in into craft beer was uh, Bob Bolas, who just opened Fibonacci Brewing. Uh, there's news about them as well. Uh, but right now, let's hear from Bob and find out what his road to craft was. So the first beer I ever had that really just shocked me and made me realize what beer could be about was uh, Dogfish Head 90 Minute. Um, so whenever I first tried that beer, it was just amazing. I, I couldn't believe that beer could taste like that. Uh, it just shocked me. So I, I kind of got obsessed. Uh, for a few years, I talked about actually starting to brew. And then in 2008, for my birthday, my wife uh, finally bought me a beer kit. She was done listening to me talk about doing. Was it one of those Mr. Beer or was it a little bit more advanced than that? Yeah, she actually uh, went down to Listerman's and uh, asked them, you know, hey, my husband's interested in this. Uh, I want to put together a kit for him. I don't want to buy like a Mr. Beer kit, you know, give me something that he can learn on and advance from. So Anyway, there's uh, there's Bob Bolas, and you mentioned too, uh, kind of. We've been throwing out some Cincy Brewcast by the numbers tonight, and you mentioned this was our second uh, second most, most popular, popular show. Show people so, love Fibonacci. Yeah, and again, if people haven't been out there, it's a good time. They just added another day. Um, Fridays they are open from. Is it five to ten? Does that sound right to you guys? Yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah. Right. Um, again, you know, check all my my statistics out tonight because. I don't have my notes in front of me. Go so. to the gnarlygnome.com or cincybrewcast.com. You can link to Gnarly Gnome from cincybrewcast.com. Please go to www.cincybrewcast.com. God, if you so. could have overheard this guy on the phone with the uh, website company <laughs> last week. And you know what it was? <laughs> I don't it, know. It, what? It, user it, error? It, it, was, it was user <laughs> error. It was the story of my life. It was a pop-up. Pop-up. It wasn't my, my program wasn't allowing pop-up windows. after. <laughs> a, <laughs> unbelievable. <man. laughs> They they um so they added the other day and they also added another beer. They finally added another seasonal. The um the Compton Cream Ale rolled off and then they added a uh, peppercorn saison, which oh, I yum. I fought back and forth with the wife trying to get up there this weekend and did not make it to try. Yeah. It, now so. see, I thought the I've Compton Cream for, uh, Ale was pretty. pretty I liked damn it. Damn good. I liked it. I've got a thing for peppercorn saisons though. Not their. It's the strawberry cream ale. It wasn't the regular cream ale. Oh, okay. That, right. that one, and I can't think of the name off the top of my head. But then they give you the little strawberry syrup you can put on top. That, right. That's, that, was, that made yeah. it really nice. I really enjoyed it. Um, I know it's not, but when you say that, I imagine like the strawberry Nesquik. That stuff's well, delicious. Well, yeah, but it's that's not it. I know, I know, it's not. <laughs> that's what I said. That's I like envisioned you guys like with the big red bottle. Like That would still be awesome, though, by the way. Yeah, let's do it. 
Let's do that for our homebrew. Uh. So have you not been to Fibonacci yet? I have not. No. Oh. No, I'm the worst. We need another road show. Yeah, he's got a he's got a nice location over there. It's really friendly. It's 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 real clean. You know, they, he has kind of a scientific bent yeah, about I, him. Yeah, that's and I, it's, I, so it's I got kind of that clean kind of scientific yeah. sort of you know. You feel like you're in a lab. Uh, you, uh, yes and no. Yes and no. It's it's friendly. It's not sterile or anything like that. This means nothing, but I think they have the most beautiful floor of any brewery in Cincinnati, maybe except for Taft's, which has that beautiful wood floor. Right. Does the in, floor in, follow but, the Fibonacci sequence? Uh, um, <laughs> I, I don't think so. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I, but I actually does, got on Betty. I got on Betty because I went to the bathroom and the mirror had six sides on it or something. I'm like, oh, it's not a Fibonacci number. I'm like, <laughs> but what does have a Fibonacci sort of tie-in is the uh, pendant uh, lanterns, pendant uh, lights over the bar. Oh yeah, that are sort of have a hop. I don't think they they were ever they were supposed to be hops. They were supposed to be were, pine cones, yeah. but I don't know how you can look at that and yeah. say that's not a hop. But they look just like hops, and it's hmm. a, it, it's a very beautiful. Uh, There's lots of they they put lots of detail thought into everything in the tap room. It's very yeah. I have to get over there. It's it's hard with them, especially. I mean, a lot of breweries only being open on weekends. It's right. tough for me as that's when I make my money. So right. Our third show, but my first interview for Cincy Brewcast was with uh, Mike Dewey of uh, Mount Carmel. They've been great friends of the show. We we live right down the street from them there. Here friends in, of the uh, family. Friends of the family and so forth. And um, we had a discussion about uh, a couple of clips here, but the one I really want to play is the one about the, the sort of improving the taproom experience and what what – what ended up having to go into getting the license and the, and the clearance from the government, uh, from the Ohio state government. So here's uh, here's Mike Dewey on that. You among others were very instrumental in sort of lobbying for and changing the law that placed certain craft beer tap rooms under the control of the Ohio department of agriculture mm-hmm. rather than the uh, state liquor board. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, even governor Kasich came to sign the bill into law, I believe here at the, didn't sign it here. Sign it here, but 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 this was his but, first visit to a craft brewery, and uh, I guess we were the only ones to reach out to him and uh, uh, thank him for his efforts in uh, doing something that was beneficial to a lot of people in Ohio. It's pretty well documented, but still, kind of take us through that process and how it worked and what you know what your particular role in it was. Well, for, for years, um, Ohio lagged behind in the uh, culture of craft beer. In other words, other states made it a lot more friendly to open up a business and and brew beer and introduce people to your products. In Ohio, there was an exclusion in the A1 manufacturing license that eliminated the uh, possibility for us to serve on premise. Um, Most startups don't want to have an A1A. They don't want to sell a full bar. but what we lacked was the ability to just get our products in front of people. So uh, for years we had people mostly from out of state that um, would come to our brewery, find us online, uh, visit while they're at an alumni game or, or, or a Bengals game, and they would be shocked to find that they couldn't try our beer. They could buy a six-pack and take it with them, but, you know, um, they were very much used to how things worked in other states. And, and uh, I think... That really put a 
damper on the success rate of, of small startups, and it also uh, just detracted people from wanting to uh, open a brewery in Ohio. So uh, these are things that have been lobbied for a long time. Uh, the OCBA uh, that we've created here in Ohio uh, contributes to a lot of uh, the input um, as a group that we have. Right, right. And, uh, you know, I, I think Governor Kasich pretty much uh, looked at it as a common sense law. And uh, back here on Cincy Brewcast, that was Mike Dewey talking about the uh, changes in the law that were um, uh, put forward and signed by uh, Governor Kasich of Ohio. And, of course, they made a lot of news, if you will, a lot of a lot of hubbub. stir and hubbub in the craft beer community when um, uh, they gave a personal uh, endorsement to Governor Kasich for president. And also, uh, and and also, Kathleen Dewey was part of the uh, group of notary not, noted people who introduced uh, Governor Kasich uh, when he, when he uh, introduced it, yeah. when he announced for president. So, um, and they they took it on the chin a little bit uh, politically, uh, I guess, from some people. Um, but like I said in in some social media posts that I made immediately after and, and something when you owe your family's business to something that somebody like governor if, Kasich did. If you look at Mount Carmel it, before and Mount Carmel after, oh. if you look at Cincinnati before and right. Cincinnati, exactly. after, I think it, the Cincinnati, the Cincinnati craft beer boom that we are undergoing right now owes itself directly to the law that governor Kasich put into motion and, he may, and ultimately passed and he may not have created the law right, right but you have to give respect where it's due and any governor probably would assign the bill right but <laughs> you still but, have to give respect and you have to give respect to the deweys and well, yeah, the listermans and some of the other people that were instrumental in lobbying and of course some of the i'm sure some of the uh smaller brewers in the cleveland area and different places like that that pushed for that law. Well, these, I mean for the I think for the for the Deweys that was a pretty ballsy move too. Absolutely. Um you know cuz they did get so much flack for um you know it was almost it was really kind of sad and shitty of people cuz it was like you, you, when you go through and read like some of the tweets and some of the Facebook comments it's like oh their beer's horrible anyway and now I don't agree with their politics <laughs> their politics either. So like it was really like like really guys come on like you know, some of these places the that, that those... people want to get up in arms about just really but some of the places that some of those same people love and, and visit every week you know week after we fill in their growlers drinking their pints you know they would not be here exactly if it, if it wasn't for places like mount carmel and for governor Kasich signing the law and as a small business owner that is your complete prerogative to be able to stand up and say this is my candidate this is these people this person got me to exactly where i am today and i'm, I'm thank you and i support you i'm for every single business standing up and say this is what we believe as a business i may not always agree with you sure but stand up and tell me what you think and, and that's, I, that's the beauty of america absolutely that, you know the small business owners can support a certain political candidate. We need some. We need some great to get patriotic their, music right now. Right, not have to get their fingers chopped off. You don't there, have you know. it. I don't have any. <laughs> I can't. We don't have. We, if we get ASCAP, I can play whatever we want. Please, fifteen hundred dollars a year. Yeah. Well, 
Instead of that, we're going to give you this right here on Cincy Brewcast, <laughs> the voice of Cincy Craft. It may be summer, but that just means it's the right time to start thinking about the uniform needs for your fall and winter sports teams. Whether it's new embroidered gear bags for your volleyball club, silk-screened warm-up hoodies for fall baseball, or a hot new look for your basketball team, Eastgate Custom Graphics can work with you to capture your team's unique style. Eastgate Custom Graphics team design experts can help you to stand out from your competitors, and with great brands like Nike, Port Authority, Hanes, and more, ECG has the names your players want to wear. It's also not too early to think about back to school, and ECG has all your spirit wear needs. We have gear from many of the East Side schools, and if you don't see it, just ask, and Eastgate Custom Graphics will design it for you. Eastgate Custom Graphics is located at 4459 Mount Carmel Tabasco Road, right next to St. Veronica. Talk to Don Hall or any of the design pros at ECG at 513-528-7944 or visit www.ecgraphicswithanx.com and customize your look today. Eastgate Custom Graphics, the official imprinting and apparel supplier to Cincy Brewcast. So, sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't find the next thing that I wanted to play on this thing. Oh, so Lord. It's starting to fill up with stuff, and I got to... Can we fire the host? Well, <laughs> <laughs> actually, you'll be able to find out what it's like, <laughs> because right. next week, I will not be here. In the studio, uh, mm. we are going to be having, uh, I guess, I guess the first show without me, without the host, as being the, sword, no. the main. But, but I but will you, be part gonna, of. Gonna, I will be part of the show. If we uh, can figure the phones out, we'll potch in. Well, I, the, the phones. I think the phones <laughs> are fine. The phones seem to work just perfectly. Phones are fine tonight, when so. you're here. We'll uh, see. We are going to be joined by uh, uh, our friend Shane Brammer, who has not been on the show yet, right? I don't think but, so. Uh, no, he has but not. does well, have a lot of things. He's been on Periscope, I believe. Yeah, but it does have a lot of things to say about beer. Um, he's a like, home brewer home, of some note. Home, home brewer, uh, brewery regular, all around great guy. So raconteur, yeah. man about town, <laughs> yeah. gadfly. Um, uh, so, so we will be without our our intrepid host. However, he, comma. I will be as he trots across the globe. I, I will be. We are uh, we going to Sarasota, Florida, uh, the, the missus and I, for a much needed vacation. However, I will be visiting J Dubs Brewing in Sarasota, Florida. I have already arranged and made the arrangements for an interview with uh, uh, the head brewer there. His name, his first name is Tom. The last name escapes me. I'm sorry about that. But um, we're going to sit down with him. We're going to try some of the J-Dubs beers. We're going to have uh, a, a discussion with Tom and with uh, some of the other people there at J-Dubs in Sarasota. Um, they come highly recommended from the guys at Fermented Reality, um, who, uh, as you may remember, are the guys that are the uh, – the, the, the force behind the, the B cups, uh, plastic IPA glasses, which I will be taking down to Florida with me. Um, and so they come highly recommended from the fermented reality guys, uh, J dubs. So I will be having a good discussion with, uh, Tommy from J dubs. I will be filing the report. It will, they will play it back on the show and then we will be, um, and then I'll give them a call. You, we'll, we'll you chat hope for a couple we're going to play it back and you hope we're going to accept your call. Well, you know, <laughs> All if, hell could break if it's, loose. If it's if it's a if it's a palace coup, I won't be <laughs> I won't be surprised. Tune in on Periscope and you can watch what you'll happens. be able to find out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what what do we got next? So did you say you had some? You said you, said you had some questions, didn't you? I do have some questions. That I means wanna... I can play this. 
No, it's all right. It's a logical question. No! That's out of the question! Pretty random question. That's a good question, Harry. Gentlemen, question mark. Gentlemen, question mark. <laughs> okay, may I ask you a question, Doctor? And I don't mean to be insensitive. Can I raise a practical question at this point? Yeah. No question. There has been a breakdown in military discipline aboard this vessel. That's a good question. I guess I, was, I wasn't really prepared for a follow-up question. Hi. I've got some questions, Hi. too. Hi, <laughs> this, is, this is Tina Cisneros, and welcome to Cincy Brewcast. In the first of our Founders series, we are here with Mike Cisneros, founder oh, no. of Cincy Brewcast. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> no, I kind of compiled a little list of questions that we tend to, you know, just in the spirit of reminiscing 25 shows, that's that's pretty much 100, basically. <laughs> it's like a million, I <laughs> yeah, think. Yeah, I mean, six it's months. the internet. Six months, that's insane. I can't believe that we've been doing this for that long. And um, So I kind of just compiled a list of questions that we tend to ask our guests. And I kind of want to turn them around on us and see how we, we're going to answer. Okay. So, that's fair. That's, that's you might awesome. have put more thought into this than I did. I did a little bit of show prep. I only prep. had like four questions. I did some show prep, you know, when you're like sitting on the couch Labor Day hungover eating like six pounds of corn dip. <laughs> <laughs> you need something to keep, God, the, uh, keep, the, keep the brain tight. Um, so I guess, let's, let's see. Uh... What has surprised you guys most about... You're going to nail my questions, about, too. God. About Cincy Brewcast uh, Number since one. it began. What has surprised you? Cross that one out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even um, joking. Uh, what has surprised me? What I, I don't know why I'm surprised at this because we've talked about how great people in, in, in craft beer generally are. Um, there's something that keeps coming up on my Twitter feed that you know that, that there are no assholes in craft in craft beer. Um, yes, well, there are. Yes, you just there have are. to know and where there, to and, find and them. And there are, there are, but it, it's, it, they're few and far between. And I haven't found any yet. I mean, you haven't a guy, met Queen I, City stinks. I, I mean, a guy. Is <laughs> <laughs> that out loud? Wow. <laughs> Edit that out. I mean. <laughs> Hey, we're gonna have to play nice at the uh, Fresh Fest. Uh, we don't have to. I mean, no, a guy, a guy from Cincinnati, writes on a brewery in Sarasota's little website, little email contact thing. Hey, you know, I'm doing a little podcast in Cincinnati, and you know, we'd like to have you. That they get back to you, and they say, "Yeah, come on down. We'd love to talk to you. We'd love to welcome you into our into our business. Talk about the beer." That to me is mind-boggling and the and the and then the people that we've been i mean as busy as they were the week before they opened jake and evan and greg and richard dubay at braxton let us come in let us you know gave us hours of time when they were as, as busy as they were and let us put together some really great interviews with them that I've got some some cuts from here. Um, just terrific stuff, and and it's just it's been on and on with Kenny McNutt and right. and Adam Cowan and Dan Listerman and the fine and, and Al Molman and the fine folks at Listerman, and just on down it's, the line. I don't yeah, wanna, I don't want to I, I I I hesitate to name anybody because I don't want to leave anybody out. Well, yeah, I mean it's the fact that we have had the heavy hitters in Cincinnati craft sitting at this table with us. 
Well, and I mean, that's and you can you can meet them. You can sort of kind of and that's kind of what we aim to do here is you can meet them. You can kind of shake hands, meet and greet kind of thing, um, you know, out in wherever at a festival or at the tap room or whatever. Um, but just being able to have these guys sitting here sort of our captives for an hour and be able to have them explain things that people have always wanted to know, et cetera. It's just amazing. Well, and my answer is, is pretty similar to that, but on a different front, I, you know, the fans, you know, there, there's people, there are mm -hmm. people who are logged on to Periscope here every single week and they are listening to the show live. I I completely agree with you. I, I appreciate that's kind of a pain in the ass to be at home and to have your, your phone and to log on and to be on Periscope. And I get that. But there are people that are here every single week doing it. And, and then, I, that blows my mind. Yeah, and the it, amount of support we've gotten from people who are not, you know, non-craft, like, industry people. Do you know how many people we've had listen to live Periscope shows? No. You? Do you have the number? I have the number. You put the number together. I've got the number. Tell us. Live viewers. I need guesses. Uh, 400. I'm thinking 2,000. 1,041 people have logged on and listened to us on Periscope wow. live. Wow. Like, that's a lot of people. That's a lot of people. We have over 230 Twitter followers. We have 281 right. last, and it, and at it, last count. Twitter followers? Mm-hmm. 281? Okay, that's that's fair enough. Uh, 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 almost 300. That's a, we have over 100 likes to the Facebook page. That's for six uh, months. And, and that's, that's, that's for six months, and, and I think we're... And I mean, uh, also, and like really, when someone, it, when someone like Chef Antonio or John Bent or you know these people that we w- would want to get to at some point, when they reach out to us, yes, that's yes. very John, humbling. John Bent and, is, and Chef Antonio from Beer Bro- Cincy Beer Brats did reach out to us. Yes, that's when it's really like, oh and my God, you've heard, that. you've heard of us, a you kind of know who we are, and you want to like come be on the show with us, really? So that brings up my first question: Where do you see us and? In- in six months where you see us in a year where you see us in the future and then i guess i can follow like can you even picture yeah i mean i guess i can add i can pin on my second question with that um you know you can kind of answer it all in one who is a guest that we haven't had yet (laughs) oh my god (laughs) cross that one off (laughs) who's a guest that we haven't had yet hey look i didn't hire these two people just because you know (laughs) I, i don't know anything I hired these two people because they know what, the, what they know what the hell they're talking about. Well, it's it's um, it's, it's a lot of uh, we're we're taking after you. I just like to keep on keeping on. I'd like to get to, you know, right fifty shows, fifty two shows, whatever you know, a year. Um, um, I want to do. I'd like to do a festival. Are we ever going to get a week off? <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's, you know. He works us ragged. Well, you know, that's, well, but see, you know what? That's the funny thing, too, because every time that I have suggested us taking a week off, Gnome says, well, you know, I don't know. You know, we're, we really got some momentum going here. And then somebody else might want to take a week off and, and, and they're like, no, well, you got to show up. You know, I mean, we're here on holiday tonight. I mean, well, I mean, and, and to be I mean, completely honest, I. <laughs> I kind of went with the excuse. I don't know anything about cigars. I can't come to this cigar show. And There's not even going to be there. I'm going out of town, and I'm still going to do something for the show. So that was really, I mean, as 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 much as I really don't know about cigars and would not have been able to contribute much to that show, I was pretty glad to have a week off last week. Well, you're going to be. There I missed next you guys year. though. Um, Whether you like it or not, you'll be you'll be there next year. <laughs> <Okay>. um, <laughs> 
uh, who have we had? Who have we not had on that I'd like to have on? Um, oh, I mean, there's there's so much stuff that we haven't done. I mean, we we talked about it. I mean, just, we had a food show with Chef Antonio, but we we want to have like a food pairing. We want right. to do like a almost like a beer dinner live right. on the air, and we haven't done that yet. It's just um, breweries too. We're there's do, still so we're many breweweries. Home, we're going to do home, brew, we're gonna do home brewing month next month. Uh, first thing have, to pop into my mind, who we kind of had talked to. Um, in the very, very, very beginning of Cincy Brewcast to kind of see if we could get on is um, Jared Hamilton and his, his colleague, uh, Kevin Moreland from right. Taft's. Um, I'm still and every amazed. time I see Jared still, out, yeah, I was he, say, he says, we got to get you guys on. I, I yeah. want to do a show live from that little bridge right in front of the tanks there, you know? That's <laughs> yeah. where I want us to be sitting. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I mean, that's the thing. Jared is a friend, and we see him on a regular basis, but the fact that they haven't been on yet is really... Um, that's kind of my biggest one. And then, I mean, there's so many, one of our, another, one of our really good friends, Sean Willingham is opening uh, municipal brew works right. in Hamilton that oh, I keep bugging him, <laughs> Sean, if you're out there and you're listening or you, you're, you're on Periscope, you're listening on, on a podcast, call us. Well, all you got to do is call baby and we'll be here. <laughs> we'll be there. So, um, uh, yeah, um, just kind of the people that are like kind of our friends that haven't been on yet, you know, but even talk about Mount Carmel. We haven't done a live show for Mount Carmel. You know, yeah, we haven't, right. I mean, there's, there's, Ooh, there's that a would whole be fun for winter, wouldn't it? There's a whole big list of places that we haven't, we haven't touched yet. Winter Mount Carmel live, live show. I'm writing it down. And, it, it, and look, I, I, I'm not too, I'm not too proud to say if you want to be on. Give us a call. Send us yeah. an email, uh, cincybrewcast at gmail.com. Well, because, I mean, there's uh, the, there are those kind of tangential things that we thought that... Tangential? Tangential? Yeah, it's close enough. She said, she <laughs> it's said it's genital. Genital. <laughs> genital. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, but, you know, the, like hop water or Cincy Beer Brats that, right. you know, we would not have... We would have thought, again, we would have gotten to them eventually. But the fact that they kind of, you know contacted us and kind of you know we got the ball rolling pretty quickly on that um you know was really helpful so if you guys are interested give us a call seriously you guys have a favorite live show done five of them we had well well, five if you count our dogberry test show which yeah i think we should count because we had close to 600 people tune in live for that one Um, okay um I don't know. I'm not. I, I'm not even gonna pick. I will. Because then that would be this like is, picking your. This is the one time where I, I will pick. You know, I will make a choice of my favorite live show. Not that I love the brewery more than anybody else, but uh, Braxton just blew my mind at that the potential we have for live shows, sound wise, fans coming out to the show. That you know, it, I was gonna pick. I I would have picked between. Braxton, which was our most recent live show at a brewery, not counting the, uh, you know, cigar festival Um, or our very first live show, which was Listerman. That was our very first live official show. You got to count dog. Sure. Sure. That was really that kind of it was at that moment at Listerman that I kind of thought to myself, we can do something. We can do something. You know, I, I think it's more than just some nerds sitting in somebody's house. <laughs> Still I, is that I, I mean, it is. But. I, I have no hesitation, however, in picking the best guest 
was Dan Listerman. <laughs> Hands and, down. Hands and down. And I, I got a couple of things we from that show. We should have kept Periscope know, up Anto- after the show, I was going to say, Chef Antonio brought food. Uh, Chef, An- <laughs> Chef Antonio came strong. Chef Antonio was damn good. He brought food. The guys from, I mean, I really enjoyed the guys from Hot Water were terrific. Uh, I will I, never uh, forget Scott, that. I mean, Scott LaFollette, how can you how can you not enjoy listening to Scott talk about everything? I've got some questions. So Scott candidly. Uh, so play candidly. One. Go ahead. Play, um, play a Scott. Uh, let, me, let me go with uh, Scott. Uh, there. Some of them are pretty long, but uh, a couple of they're both pretty long. But uh, this it's fine, is fine. I have to pee. This is uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is what Scott had to say about uh, the uh, effect of family and what uh, family meant to him as far as getting started in craft beer. I mean, yeah, to some extent. I mean, you've got to have that support system um, just to get you through, you know, the low times, the high times, all of that. Um, I mean, for, for me, it was, it was certainly a supportive friends and family saying, Hey, you know, you, you make good beer, you should sell this or I'd buy this or whatever. Uh, but a lot of it too was, you know, your friends are gonna always kind of be nice to you. So like, <laughs> you know, when you, if, if your friend who you'd only Never drink, met my friends, if your friend, you know, only, usually only drinks Bud Light and then you give him a couple homebrews and get him drunk, he's like, Oh, this is the greatest thing ever. <laughs> you know, that doesn't, that's not necessarily the start of a business plan. Um, but yeah, that was a big important part of it for sure. You know, just the support and encouragement through the years of friends and family, and especially my wife, uh, for whom none of this would have ever happened uh, without her support in a lot of ways. And Isn't a lot that of ways. always true, though? Yes, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. To the wives. Yes. Yes. To the wives. Cheers to them. <laughs> to you guys on the video, you can see us. I, yeah. But yeah, it. Oh, you know, that's that's certainly. That's certainly an important part of things. Uh, absolutely, you've got to have that stuff. You've got to have that support of people to helping you out. I mean, when we when we built out uh, the brewery, uh, I moved into a small little warehouse space that literally had nothing in it. There was not a single piece of drywall in the place. Uh, you know, no equipment, obviously, no nothing. The um, you know the electric there was uh, power to an electrical panel, and nothing outside of that. Uh, so everything we did, we literally had to, you know, put in there. And the first round of, you know, getting up and going was almost primarily done by myself and friends and family. I mean, we, we hung drywall for like three straight weekends, uh, you know, just help with friends and, you know, my dad and my mom and all those people, you know, just, so just the physical labor even, and then the support that comes with that, uh, just to get up and going. Yeah. was huge part of it and then we have the wisdom of Dan Lister can you have more fun with your clothes on I don't think so beef trust yes my my beef great, trust? great beef trust? yeah my great great grandmother uh, and her sisters were known around Mount Healthy as the beef trust why they were they were big women Local beers are going to start displacing the national craft beers. That's here's hoping. Here's hoping. Well, there's a the real drive toward the local thing. Absolutely, is is, is strong. Um, I look at I look at the Bud Light drinkers out there as a you know a forest to be harvested. They're all out there and and. They don't know any better yet, but they will. You don't. You don't ever hear somebody say, "Yeah, I used to drink that craft beer crap," but I, <laughs> I went back to my Bud Light. You don't hear that, do you? No, you don't. You don't. That, 
that whole show was just a laugh. By riot. far, that my favorite quote I've ever heard yes, from somebody. Yes, and he, again, I think he is he is the winner hands down of the of the top guest and so, of the first six months. I wish we had had Periscope rolling after that show. Well, oh, I mean, we, we kept we going. had a real well, yeah, afterglow. As I, we, did, and we have a lot of we have afterglows on this show when, after we you know we sit down sit after, and we should record those too. Of course, the Brewers and some of the guys they they. They let their guard down right. and they tell us some stuff off the record and things like that, which is terrific. And we don't want to, you know, we don't want to screw that up. But man, Dan, Dan was on a roll all night. Man. Well, was, I mean, yeah. Once we all, I mean, I, I don't know about you guys. I was, I got pretty drunk that show. <laughs> I'm not sure about you guys. Oh yeah, I was a little bit. Yeah, lit. that was that was. That, you know, unfortunately, yeah. I did not have a driver, so no. Right. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, once once things started really getting a little bit loose, that was. That was really yeah, fun. He's, he started inviting us out to his camp and all kinds of <laughs> He was speaking German for a while. German. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know what? I, I kind of do want to go visit Dan's campsite. <laughs> <laughs> it's like um like on uh, Food Network right now. They're having Camp Cutthroat. I think we should have Camp camp uh, Brewcast. Well, I think the um, show couldn't really uh, go on without... Uh, uh, hearing from the guy who is who is known, I I sometimes known feels erroneously. Sometimes I feel like it's an honor to certain people that the, that I call them brewmasters, and um, mm-hmm. and uh, known thinks that this guy is the only brewmaster in Cincinnati, uh, the estimable Richard Dubay. Well, the people that know me, they know that I stand for quality, um, and so therefore we're going to bring that here as well. And there's absolutely no beer that's going to come out of those doors that is not uh, to our satisfaction. Uh, this being said, you have to know a lot. And me, I, I kind of boil it down to this. A lot of people can do what I call tap room fresh. So you go to the tap room, the beer has not been transported, has not moved from point A to point B. It has simply stayed in the system. And uh, people rave about the beer. And then they get very popular, and then the production grows or the demand grows, and now they start pushing their product away from the brewery. And then you realize, well, something happens. It's because when you get to that level, the, the, the amount of minutiae details that had to be looked at, frankly, I think that there's a lot of, brewing that have, a lot of brewers that have no clue uh, that they exist. So you have to be so much more careful when you start sending your beer away. And I think that we have the experience here to be able to do that. Well, that obviously comes from your background with all the major brewers that you work for, I guess, right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I have no problem to say to this day that uh, what is the highest quality beer in the market? It's Budweiser. And, and it's as simple as saying this. You get a Budweiser that is produced in uh, Montreal or in Fairfield, California, or in Winnipeg, or in um, British Columbia, or in the United, or in Europe, and you put them side by side, uh, like I did when I was trained in St. Louis, and you cannot detect anything. They are exactly the same. People will say, yeah, but it's so neutral. Yeah, but that's exactly the point. Think about how easy it is to taint a glass of water. It doesn't take much. A little bit of residual soap in your glass and your, your water tastes funny. So because it is very neutral and fairly bland, it makes it even more difficult 
to make it perfect time and time again. And to me, quality is defined by consistency. And, and that's where it lies. And, uh, I mean, I don't think there's any question right now. that blows me away every time I listen to it. Probably, I, probably the highest quality beer is coming out of Braxton. I mean, I think just, you know, I mean. We'll, we'll see once, uh, once production really starts to roll out and distribution. Um, that's right. They're crossing, yeah. they're crossing as, the river. As they revealed to us here in, you know, um, that we we're expecting cans soon. Yes. So. Yes. Um, so yeah, that'll be really exciting if if it actually does turn out the way that Richard promised us in that clip that um, you know beer that travels, beers that's packaged, transported, tastes exactly the same as tap room fresh. Then it's really there's no stopping them. It's you know they'll be in Ohio what next week. Yep. It's it starts this yep. week. This it starts, coming weekend. Yep. Starts this coming week. Actually, it start didn't it start? Uh, Saturday uh, Saturday night at the UC Bearcats game. They're well, at, they're at Nippert Stadium, right? They're at Nippert and they're at the Great American Ballpark. But right. as far as as far as their wide and, and wide distribution, yeah, they'll so be. Um, so on, yeah. I think Thursday is the uh, first day. Another thing that was broken here just a couple of weeks ago on Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft, is your uh, fantastic. We just discussed them and talked about them all the time. Mad Tree Brewing and Kenny. McNutt was on with us and mentioned that they were going to be doing the Galaxy High uh, cans this month and the Citra High cans next month. And today was released the date for the release of the Galaxy High cans at the tap room. It's going to be this Thursday night, September 10th, a uh, limit of one case per person. And uh, I don't know, are, are you... Tina's somewhat privy to a lot of things down at Mad Tree. Are you are you aware of the price? Um, it's probably going to be twelve fifty. Twelve fifty yeah. for the the pack, the four for, pack for the four pack. Yeah, that's pretty pretty standard for their. Um, wow. Yes, Which, Galaxy and Citra. By the way, the one brewery that we've tasted the most beers of, Mad Tree. Mad Tree. Yeah. <laughs> It's close on a couple of them, but yeah. we've tasted more Madry than anything well, else. That, you know, they well, with their list, they had, they have right. fifty or sixty different beers that they put out this year. So, and I think the person back that, on in the tap room, by the way, is Axis Monday. Ooh, and that's a great segue because I think that just a couple of weeks ago, when Kenny was on the show, he provided us with what I thought. For my money, was the best story that was told here on Cincy Brewcast. Here's Kenny McNutt. Well, I guess I don't think I've told anybody this story. My first home Excellent. brew was actually I used to live in Baltimore, and uh, I lived there for a year before moving to Cincinnati. And my buddy, my roommate at the time, bought me a homebrew kit uh, extract. We had no idea what the hell we were doing. Um, it said that you know you have to wait, you have to leave it out because we had no way to cool it. I didn't have a big enough sink. I lived in an apartment in the middle of suburbia in columbia maryland and uh said you had to cool it down to 70 or whatever before you could pitch the yeast i'm thinking well this is going to take forever and then i actually started thinking about the because i have an engineering background so i i started thinking about the thermal dynamics of it and what it would act how long it would actually take to get something down to 70 when your room temperature is 70 right it should be obvious it's going to take you forever <laughs> so at that point i was kind of frustrated with home brewing and thought i would never do it again um, and then moved to Cincinnati, and, and Jeff and I started working. When I moved to Cincinnati, we started working uh, at the same company within weeks of each other. Uh -huh. uh, and then it was a year or two later um, that we decided to try the home brewing thing. 
And I think it was because he found a deal on Amazon for Mr. Beer Kits. <laughs> and, and once again, don't really want to talk about that one because it was terrible. Mm-hmm. We, just, we threw that, we threw it away. We took a sip of it and then immediately threw it away. And then uh, I think it was a month or two later, we said, you know what? Let's just try this. Let's let's legitimately try to homebrew. So we did one extract from Listerman. After that, we ended up buy, doing all the research, buying all the equipment to do all grain. And we did, I think, three all grain recipes that we we pretty much took from a brew your own book or magazine uh so we probably did a two-hearted clone and i don't know you name it uh and then by our fourth batch of beer that we did all grain we had we decided to just go crazy and brew a russian imperial stout a russian imperial stout is named axis monday um, wow so our first recipe that we ever did together and from scratch was axis monday uh, and that's been the hardest beer to replicate on a production system. I just got a little chill hearing that. Wow. That's don't, adorable. Don't you say that oh. it's never story. been as good as it was in your basement? Uh, right? we, we've never perfected it. And, and each time... Well, keep trying. Yeah, yeah. we're working on it. We're working on it. <laughs> And uh, I just... I just got wanna, another chill. <laughs> I, I, I just, I just want to say also um, on that note, congratulations to... Absolutely. Uh, Kenny McNutt and Abby Mustard McNutt, who uh, ran away and got married this weekend. And it's funny in Charleston, South Carolina. We, we talked. We talked. I just mentioned earlier our afterglows, and during our afterglow, we were sitting and just chatting with Kenny. And I said, "Well, you're getting married, when, you know." And he's like, "Oh no, I don't know any date. There's no date. There's." <laughs> and, it was uh, a big secret. It, it came uh, as a huge surprise oh, to a lot of us uh, that hang out and know Kenny, kind of an, an more of a you know, personal friendly level. And we were, I mean, even people that have been friends with Kenny for years and years and years, it kind of were like, did you see this shit? (laughs) They ran away and got married without telling anybody. I really honestly think that they did that because he thought that the guys from the brewery were going to punk him. I think, I think it makes a lot of sense. And I mean, I'll get the story when those pictures get back, but um, I, I think it makes a lot of sense. They know so many people and have so many friends that, Doing it that way, and then maybe coming back and having a big party for right. everybody later right. on is right. um, is a good That's... way to do it. But so, congratulations, Kenny and Abby. Love you both. Uh, we're really happy for you here. All right, and um, let's see. Um, what else do we have? Um, I'll tell you what. Uh, we're going to take a short break. Uh, we'll come right back uh, on Cincy Brewcast. Uh, get interactive with us uh, on uh, s- social media. <laughs> Hey, we just wanted to remind everybody that you can follow Cincy Brewcast on all your favorite social media platforms like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Vine at Cincy Brewcast. You can also subscribe to the show on some of your favorite podcast services like SoundCloud. Just search Mike at Cincy Brewcast and search Cincy Brewcast on iTunes and Stitcher. We are live and interactive worldwide on Periscope TV for Apple and Android. Follow us at Cincy Brewcast. Be sure to check our social media platforms for live show dates and times. A brand new way to interact, you can leave us a Google Voice message at area code 513-601-8785. If we like it, we just might use it on the program. And last but certainly not least, you can send us an email at cincybrewcast at gmail.com or utilize the Contact Us page at www.cincybrewcast.com. Get interactive with the voice of Cincy Craft, Cincy Brewcast. We are truly about revitalizing this village. That's, 
That's Adam Cowan uh, and talking about the the town, the village of Williamsburg, and how he wants to uh, bring he, the, bring the village up uh, and uh, revitalize it. He had a really great quote too about um, about his stance on their location there, about their building, and I don't know if you've got it there. Do you have it? Uh, I think I did not uh, bring that one over, but hold on a second. I think I'll be able to dig it up. Uh, so you know, it's you know with with old firehouse, part of what I love about them is their tie to their community. You know, and, and mm-hmm. there's there's other people that are tied to their community, but I don't think anybody comes close to the way um, Adam and Lori are just they 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 love the village of Williamsburg and they and they came there for that reason. Yeah, here's the clip. This building was built by the village. We own it now. It still belongs to the village. I mean that That says it all. I mean and, it's that's what you want your that's what you want your brewery, your meeting place, your public house to be. Right. Is the the you know, representation of your community. And if there's one thing that we've learned we just heard it tonight from Chris Camboris about bascule brewing in Lorraine. We just heard it from Adam Cowan, Dan Listerman, Braxton Brewing, the Rouses, the Rouses, uh, uh, Bob Ballas at Fibonacci, right? The guys from Darkness Brewing—they're going to get going in Bellevue. I'll never forget it, that rye wheat they brought by. The it way, it does not matter. <laughs> so good. It does not matter where. white. That might be the fourth best beer. Yeah, it does I, it not matter who mind. these guys are or where they come from or what they've done. It's about the community it's about the people that they serve they're they're a hackneyed term but certainly applicable is that they 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 think locally think and drink you know, they think and drink Adams. locally that's, that's there yeah that's, um, that's, a little that's another another uh, clip it's that right I think here I again think and drink local that's on everything we have that i mean that that says it right there you right. know it's they plaster on everything their, their shirts, their glasses, the, the walls of the tap. It's everywhere. That's well, and I mean, they, they take it locally. They, and it does really take it to, you know, you hear like, oh, drink local. Oh, drink Cincinnati. No, drink your neighborhood. Yeah, you know, Listerman's drink. has, you know, their, their, their motto is drink local beer. You know, it's, you know, big bold letters, periods after it's drink local beer. And Just, more and more in the craft movement, yeah. it is becoming, as Tina said, Drink your neighborhood. You can I, drink your neighborhood. I, I've it's, gotten I mean, in a few fights about this because I, you know, you guys know me that I'm 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 a local diehard. I think that if I'm walking into my bottle shop, there is a local beer that either I've not had or I probably need to have again. Like there is enough local beer that we can drink that, and we don't have to drink those big, you know, even regional breweries. They they, they make good beer. But we don't need to. I anymore. almost feel a little bit weird at this point when I when I drink a Bell's or a Dogfish yeah. Head or you know, and I, they're still great beers. But it's like, I I'm I'm cheating on my. City. I don't. You don't need I'm to. Cheating you know, on my you know what I you know what I've done though. I've I've <laughs> I've sort of done because uh, we do we do so much of the Cincinnati and you know the more regional uh, beers on the program. And we put our heart on our sleeve when it comes to that. And then I patronize Mount Carmel, 
Braxton, Mad Tree, right. Ryan Guys. I mean, we patronize Taft's. We go to the places and we drink the beer there. So when I go to a place like maybe uh, Brass Tap or when I go to... Um, Oakley Pub and um, Grill. When I, no, when I go to a place like Brass Tap or when I go to a place like uh, a Yard House... Beer Cellar, like that, one of those places. I, I generally will drink the, the, national, the national brands in those places. That's kind of a break for me to drink the, to drink the national beers. I don't... That, that does, it doesn't bother me to do that. And, I, and I, I think it's important that we do that so that we know what, what people around the country are doing. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I'm so excited because we just got in at Oakley Pub and Grill um, Dogfish Pumpkin. And that's my favorite right. pumpkin beer. No. And I... Pump can all the way. <laughs> because it's not really a pumpkin and, beer. And again, when you travel... Like I, I talked and I raved about Santa Fe Brewing and Marble Brewing and and La Cumbre Brewing out in out in uh, New Mexico that we went last year. This year, definitely hope to make it to Cigar City. Definitely going to uh, J Dubs, probably Sarasota Brewing Company. There's a Big Top Brewing down in Sarasota. We're definitely going to try to make it there too. I mean, I mean, you can become a local drinker. Right. You can experience with the local people in Sarasota, Albuquerque, Santa Fe, Portland, Chicago, Jacksonville. Jacksonville has has a huge uh, craft beer scene as well. Jacksonville, Florida. So anyway, it's and it's, it's all over the country, well, but it's it, anywhere you go, it's about community. Drink, but drink local. Yeah, you know, that's you know to me. And if if, if you're headed down into to Sarasota or wherever you may be going, like just drink local drink their beer there there is a there 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 are so many breweries that that you don't you're not going to get up here right because they are neighborhood breweries they they're doing amazing things that you just will never know about so just when you're right you're likely not going to see you're likely not going to see fibonacci or you know even madry or rheingeist in you know nevada Right. So right. I mean, some of those I would say, yeah. Some of them I say. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> what I what I find funny is that every once in a while on my Facebook page, and and this is not an indictment of anybody, and this is not anybody in particular that I can even recall, but you'll see somebody's got a can of 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 psychopathy or truth or Mount Carmel Amber Ale or whatever, uh, and they'll say psychopathy you know on the banks of lake michigan or you know or 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 or, you know mount carmel amber ale on on south beach and it's like what the hell are you doing why are you taking that was me why why aren't you taking the stuff why aren't you drinking the stuff that's down there but every time i go somewhere else i bring our beer to them i i don't go to any other city without our city's beer to share with them because it's true. you talk about some of these places, they don't have Mad Tree, they don't have Ryan guys. They bring oh, yeah. it. I feel like bring I feel it. Like Trade when some I, stuff around. Talk when to I went people. to Michigan in January, we brought Mad Tree beer, we brought headbands, and we Absolutely. we we virtually nearly drank for free because you bring that into the brewery, they're happy to have it, they're happy to share something back with you, and um, you know it's it's just all about. People getting a hold of beers. Never that you leave can't. town without Cincy beer. <laughs> yeah, it's I have true. to make sure the wife will let me pack a couple of six packs of something. Got to bring some. Do you check a bag? We're going to be checking a bag. Okay, right. we'll <laughs> ship some UPS if we have to. Um, you know, when we started this tonight and earlier today, when I was thinking about it, I said to myself, "Man, I don't know. Are we going to have enough? Are we going to be able?" To... And here we are, an hour and a half later, coming up on. Um, 
close to one of our longer shows again. And uh, um, it's fine. It's our twenty fifth. We can do whatever we want. We can rent a car now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we can. It's the internet, you know. Um, Listen to the podcast half one day and half another. People will be all right. Here's another question I have for you guys. What do you think is the worst thing to ever happen on Cincy Brewcast? Oh. What was the moment that you the, had that was kind of like, the, oh, shit? The, 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 that's easy for me. T- technically, why is the Cincy Beer Brought show when we weren't recording the, fr- <laughs> the freaking show <laughs> on the freaking recorder? Mm-hmm. And I had to go back and, the, and, and get the first 45 minutes off the, off the show, off Periscope, and record, you know, play, play that mm. back. Yeah. It it worked out. Thank God for Periscope, or we would not have had a, we would not have had a show. I'd say uh, probably between for me personally, between not being able to get on the internet at Braxton for our live show. That was a little hectic there last that minute. Was, oh yes, that, that was, was last scary. Minute. Um, yeah. And then I mean personally, I think that our worst from the beer fridge segment we ever did was the one from a couple of weeks ago when we were talking to uh, Kenny and Lauren from Madry. I don't know why. Yeah, I agree with we, that. Why? We, why we did we? We got stuck or something. I'm not quite sure what happened, but I. It just was like nobody really could come up with anything to say. There was a lot of dead air during that segment, and I was just like, I remember like, not even remembering anything well, else from the show. Well, didn't we have one of the beers was kind of a clunker? It's. it's I can't remember <laughs> what taste of that show. Look, yeah, look, yeah, we yeah, had, yeah. Look, obviously we, we had the experimental hop, um, from Adri, which was, and that was quite not good. A clunker. What else yeah. do we have? I can't remember uh, off the top of my head. I don't know. I don't know. Does uh, uh, I don't know. You could, I mean, you could say what we tasted without saying what the clunker was. <laughs> no, I don't remember. I don't. I, don't remember. I, I honestly don't remember. I'm trying I, to. It's hard. Oh, we had the uh, the tap and screw tap and screw. Tap and screw. Stout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, hey, we're on Periscope live. <laughs> <laughs> and then what was? I know we bought some Moreline Oktoberfest, but I don't think we drank it on What's the air. I, br- I brought something. You brought. Well, anyway. Anyway, we that, can, those for me were kind of the two moments in Cincy Brewcast history that I was like, oh, God, so that, I hate this. There's, <laughs> this there's, there are What's definitely struggles. With, you know, I can't, I can't think of a specific, but there are struggles where you'll have a from the beer fridge like that where you bring a beer from somebody locally and it just doesn't hit the mark. And that's, that's hard. That's frustrating. Yeah, that's tough. Because. And we don't want to be about sitting here going, beer X sucks. Or beer X, don't buy beer X. So we're not, we're not about you know we're not we're not about to sit here and tell people how to spend their their hard earned beer drinking well, dollar. Taste is I so mean, subjective, and you it know. is really oh, yeah. subjective. Yeah. You give me that same beer, you know, in a different situation with food, or you know, it, it may be perfect. With so food, colder, warmer, right? You know, more, you know, in a more convivial. I mean, because you know, we're kind of a sterile situation here. I mean, we're. Kind I buy of, a lot of growlers from know, Jungle Gyms. Yeah. Jungle Gyms might screw up every once in a while. Right. Give me a bad yeah. growler. Right, right. And it, just, it might, might not have cleaned a line all right. the way or whatever. You know, you know so. you're at the barbecue, like shooting the shit with 50 of your closest friends versus the three of us sitting right. here in a room together, you know, with really awful In fact, lighting. I think if a beer can impress us at the table here, like. The three beers that we've had tonight impressed impressed us, which they did, especially the Cherrywood and especially the uh, Chester. Um, I think that's hard to do, right? And I think it's hard to it's and it's not because hard- we're harsh critics, but no, because, because it's it's so it can be it can be so hit and miss yeah. with 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 quality and with you know all that sort of thing. So right. Um, 
Guess so anything what else. do you, What um, do you think has been are, the, the biggest hurdle coming into this that we as a show had to overcome and we nailed? And I guess this is more directed towards you, Mike. Well, I put out a hell of a lot of money for all this equipment. Right. right. <laughs> and I think that was the biggest hurdle. Sound. I mean, start, starting from, from our, you know, from our small unit that still serves faithfully as our recorder. You may have a small unit. I uh, it's, <laughs> oh, my God. You're a gnome everywhere else, but. <laughs> look, at, look at my board over here. <laughs> gnome in the streets. Party in the streets. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You didn't say that. You started it. Uh, no, you guys are um, a bunch of perverts. No, um, uh, you know, to get from, and, you know, I mean, to be he quite honest with you, to be quite honest with you, I think the guys over at Braxton couldn't quite believe, you know, that we were taking all this stuff out. Right. You know, oh, you guys got a little bit more stuff now than you did before. Right. Well, and they, they kind of had a fun position to see the before and the after almost. And you know? so did we. We yeah. it, was, it was a, you know, we've kind of grown up together. So. Right. Uh, with the guys at Braxton, but, uh, is, is that why I, I think so that was the biggest hurdle we wanted to be. We wanted, you know, I'm a I'm a broadcasting professional. You're a you're a drinking musician. You're a drinking you're a drinking <laughs> musician, uh, and we had a certain we wanted desire of we what, wanted to what do what it the right to way. Sound like and how how we wanted you know, to sound and how we've we heard that from and, from brewery after brewery. We want to do this the right way, and I think that we wanted to take that kind of the same way that some of these breweries have where you don't you don't want to half-ass stuff you don't want to kind of cut corners and you, you want to do it right if you're going to do it what's the point in showing right. up somebody with an iphone and st- stuffing it in their face and right. saying here we have a podcast you know right we don't just have a podcast we want to we want to have our footprint in in sensi craft we mm-hmm. there's a position here that we have kind of taken over and we we want to do something constructive to this scene. Right. So, um, and, 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 you know, in the treatment, the project treatment, I did a treatment. I thought it, I thought it out and I did, I wanted it to be a big you know, I wanted it to be a professional radio quality program. And I think slowly, but surely it. we get, <laughs> so, slowly, I mean, but surely we get there. I Our mean, capabilities that's... improve. We do, we're, we're, we're able to do a telephone now. You know, we've got, uh, we've got four or five decent, professional quality microphones and 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 all the equipment's getting better every every time so so that's kind of a a question that i have is uh how how do you how do you guys see us improving what do you what do you think we still need to work on in the next let me let me say this and this is a this is an absolutely filthy filthy thing and and i don't i don't have a dumb button I, i say it i say it um uh, somewhat hesitantly, but look, we're looking for some funding. Okay, we have we have a GoFundMe uh, campaign that I've started very quietly. We have not mentioned it on the show until now. We have had one contribution from Hops ninety four. Hey. He knows who he is, Scott Lau, good friend Thanks, of ours, been, been been a co host on the show a few times. Uh, we had a twenty five dollar donation from them. That's all we've had. Uh, but if you like the show and, and if you like the Cincinnati craft beer commentary that we put out every week, uh, the beer's not cheap. You guys know it. <laughs> uh, microphones the, are even more expensive. The equipment, the, the equipment has not been cheap. We want to enhance our live, uh, performance, uh, uh with, with 
equipment that we own. Uh, right now, uh, we're borrowing equipment from my brother Richard, who is a musician in his own right uh, and has some of the live performance equipment that we need. <laughs> I'm watching Palmer over there. Cincy, Cincy, Cincy Dogcast is going crazy. That's your, that's, your, that's your friend's shirt over there, by the way, that you, you, that we owed him from the show last week. Sorry, um, Carl. So he's going to get a little Homer scent on it. Um, seriously, though, there's the Indiegogo campaign. We also like to make our own way, and we look for people that would like to advertise. Um you know, give me a call. Uh, Preferably, you know, go we, to the website. We 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 do we will we do, will not and do not accept directly from craft breweries. Exactly. Um, for obvious reasons. However, we would accept beer bars. You know what? If you if you you know if you're a craft brewery around here or even a person and you want us to talk about a beer, give it to us. We'll yeah. talk about it on the show. We'll throw it in from the beer fridge. That's fair enough. Um, but 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 if we did a actual money advertise money advertising, uh, we've got uh, we've got a very good relationship with uh, Eastgate Custom Graphics, uh, and uh, they've been very nice to us with a banner and some show shirts and some uh, and and some shirts that we've given away to to folks uh, for prizes and so forth. At some of our live uh, broadcasts, and we really appreciate that. Um, and but we'd love to do a we love to do a drive services, uh, bottle shops, growler shops. Uh, if your if if your craft beer tap room has food, we happily advertise a craft beer tap rooms food services. We would say you know you can go to such and such and get good beer. But did you know that they had this wonderful menu that includes blah 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 blah? So I mean, we're we're ready and willing to do that. And so on our 25th show, I say we now I say we need some funding and uh, and that's all. I'm gonna and say it, and, and I mean, yes, we, we want it. We need it. It's not going to stop us from continuing to bring us. you quality. No, I've already bought a show. lot of this stuff. So <laughs> <laughs> we, we already. Um, <laughs> but yeah, just to kind of make the ride a little bit more comfortable, a little bit smoother for all of us. Um yeah, it kind of has gotten to that time where <laughs> yes, as, we need to make a little bit off of it, and, just a little bit. And as far as a day off is concerned, <laughs> I think we've got some shows in the uh, in the can now that we can probably throw on. A, so if we want to talk about having a day off, that'll be that, that there's, be after there's no such boss. thing as a day off in craft beer. <laughs> so I so, agree. so Mr. Mike Cisneros, um, founder of Cincy Brewcast, host, producer everything what's your measure of success thunder what is success to you did I'll, you already say it funding uh, no no not at all no um i think i think i've already had a lot of it i th- i think to be able to sit here with you two guys and be able to talk craft beer and to sit down with i look i think one of the people that I was most ner- I don't know why, but one of the most one of the people. To, I'll tell you. I know exactly the, who it the, is. The, I was I, I is. was I was so nervous about the Braxton live show. Oh um, really? <laughs> My favorite thing is when we get ready to go live and Mike turns and looks at us. It's like, what do I? What say? do I say? What do I, <laughs> that's become, what do I do? Yeah, that's become that's become kind of the. The, the and I was I was really show. nervous about having Scott Laughlin on. I don't know why. 
I just don't know why. But the fact that people like that in the Cincinnati craft beer movement will even sit down next to me and talk to me is is a, is a success. It's mm-hmm. absolutely a success. We talked about it. We touched on it a little bit earlier. We're winners. But but hey. yeah, I mean I mean, you know. <laughs> If if you do, what do they say? If you do something for 21 days, it's a habit. If you do something for six months, it's a really bad habit. It's definitely a very bad habit. Right so now. we've developed a really bad habit with this. And you know, I'm it's sorry, one of the honey. My son at uh, Mike Cisneros at uh, at Ohio University uh, did a podcast about um, um, video games. Video, wasn't it? video yeah. games for a while, and and he said, he said, "Are you ready to do it every week?" And I'm like, "Well." Yeah, he goes no. He says, "Are yeah, you ready to week. do it every week?" Because you, he said he's the one, and you and then you kick my ass. You go, well, "We can't miss, we can't miss." He's the one that's told me if you don't do it every week, eventually you'll fall off, this and is, then you won't. This is know. hard. Some it's, it's hard to it's do. Hard. It's, it's hard. And to I mean, come out. I mean, we say it a lot because you know I'm sure you guys probably assume that we have our little after show post show kind of wrap up discussion of what we want to do next time and et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, I feel like it comes up a lot that, you know, it was really hard to want to do the show today. And for me personally, I'm hungover. I'm exhausted. (laughs) I can barely even drink beer right now, but I knew that this was going to be a good show. I knew it was going to be a lot of fun and I know that all of them are going to be really good. And a lot of all of them are going to be really fun. So, um, it's it's almost just finding the motivation to like get off my couch these, and like yeah. these shows live on. That's what's so that's what's so crazy to me is every week I, I get on and I see the, the the statistics of people that are listening every week and like shows that we recorded six months ago. Like you'll see you know x amount of people are jumping on there and listening to it now, and it's like it just keeps. It just keeps going, you know. It's, it doesn't stop tonight. It right. just it just right. keeps rolling on right. and on and on right. and on. This is gonna live on forever. Wow, it's blind, it blows my mind. Mm-hmm. I'm so happy. And look, to be able to sit here with you guys every week and 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 drink beer and talk about it, and then to have people come and, and sit with us and, and, and talk about it. All the people it. on Periscope. And all of our fans, all of our people I on Periscope. I still can't believe we our... get so many people on Periscope. Like, that's insane to me. It's, well. I wish we had we a video camera. Guys. I wish Thank we had a video you. camera on each and every one of you guys just sitting there listening to the show, watching you guys drink while we're sitting here I'm drinking I'm really too. excited to have the call-in feature. I hope that we can put that to use. I kind of, my thing that I would like a bit of improvement on, as maybe you guys might not know, maybe you do, I don't know depending on how much you watch Periscope, is I'm kind of the person that sets up Periscope every week. And I want to be able to have a little bit better of a handle on exactly where we're going to set up the camera. We want you guys to feel like you're sitting here drinking with us. Exactly. And it's hard because the room is weird and it's just No like, re- wants to remain anonymous. Right. We have the, the anonymous <laughs> Which is part of it. Right. You can't deny that. No, That's absolutely. okay. That's fine. And I, and part of the reason I like you on this show is because is you have that cachet. Um, Semi-anonymous. You come to a live show, you can see me and you can right. shake my hand. He's not hiding under a blanket, folks. There's no blankets on this head. You know what we forgot to talk about? Totally forgot to talk about. And... If we want douchebags in the crowd, well, well, if we wanted <laughs> indirectly, Stop. because if we wanted, if we wanted to realize that we got some validation in just six short months, we have been invited to provide a beer oh, yeah, infusion yeah. 
at the Fresh Fest 2015, which is going to take place on October 24th at Mad Tree Brewing, Saturday, October 24th, which is going to take place at Mad Tree. Queen City Fresh, one of the Cincy Beer bloggers, did, uh, Great guy. Uh, gets, gets a festival together every year at Not Mad Not an asshat. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that was kind of to me because uh, I didn't. I I mean, you guys get the emails. You get your gnarly gnome emails, and you get your the Cincy Brewcast email, and I have access to the Cincy Brewcast email. But I this got that, is by I, the, this is a collaboration between Cincy Brewcast and the correct, gnarly gnome, so correct. I get two votes <laughs> in what beer we come up with. There you go. Uh, <laughs> but you know, I got the text in our little group text that was like, "Hey, I'm sure you already saw the invitation." I was like, "We got invited to Fresh Fest. I was there last year." And it was so much fun. The live music, the bloggers, the beer, beer and music. And I it's... mean, it was just a wonderful time. So to, the fact that we are going to be involved is just tickles me pink. We've been invited to create a beer infusion along with Fresh and Shauna Stegerwald from the Enquirer and from your friend Queen City Drinks. And who's Stinks. he going to Queen City Stinks. Queen City Drinks. And who's he going to um, pair with? Uh, Frank from uh, with, uh, from Brentwood uh, Spirits. Mr. Friendly, right? Mr. And, Friendly. And... Um, uh, Beer Mumbo and um, Brew Professor. No, not Brew Professor. I've, I think Brew I Professor think he is going. I think he's still uh, he? going I, to be. I think uh, so. Which uh, Mike Stewart, who is going to be working at uh, start starts at Mad Tree, I guess tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah, yeah tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, congratulations good, to him. Good luck. Um, and and so we have become since he Brewcast has become a part of the craft beer blogger. Social media again. Social media universe. Hats off to 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 some to that too. You know, after six months to be you know invited to something like that. I, that blows this, my mind. Absolutely this is my honored. first invite as okay. well. So I mean, I you know you're, you're talking time wise. I mean that that has to say something about what we're doing here. Yep. So. so, and we're honored. And we we and and what are we going to do? We're not talking about it on the <laughs> We're air. We're not going to talk about it on the air because we don't want any. You of bring those your other experimental suckers. hops and that's your, right. your you, coffee your and coffee whatever the hell you your, want. Yeah, that's right. You, you have not yet. You're not found out the enough of the hmm. brewcast. So, hey, listen. Uh, you know, uh, anything else? I, I, I think that we're going on a we're uh, going on two. Yeah, hours I think that I think I think that's. I think we could go up. for another hour before I shouldn't. Yeah. yeah, we probably shouldn't. We don't want to bore anybody. So, listen, I'll tell you, we are just so honored to be able to serve the Cincinnati craft beer community. Please feel free. We've gotten a couple of emails uh, lately about our sound quality and a couple of things like that, and and we're we're constantly doing you know. We are constantly striving to make it better, to make Tell- everything better. Let us know what you want to hear. Let us know what you want to what you want us to cover, or what like, you don't want. You know, just, just or what you tell don't us want. everything www.cincybrewcast.com you can leave us something on the uh, comment page there's a comment page cincybrewcast at gmail.com directly you can send us an email uh, at any time we are at cincybrewcast uh, on twitter send us a tweet whatever you know we are at cincybrewcast is on facebook uh, leave you us know, a comment on one of our uh, things there and we uh, we're live on periscope almost every monday at 8 p.m that's instant if, feedback if if you if if get on facebook we've got a calendar on there which i probably need to update a little bit but you know we we try to keep you up to date on when we are live at eight when we are live at a brewery if we're live at a brewery just come out and talk yeah, to us visit. tell us what yeah, you and, think and, tell and, us what you like what you don't like and guys have we covered this or not yet when we are going to release the uh call the the live call-in phone number 
We haven't. Well, we we there. have we have, we're working on it. We have we have the Google. We have the Google phone number right now. People can call us on that. It's it's five one three six one zero eight seven eight five. You can call us on that. You can leave a comment at any time, day or night, twenty four seven. If we like it, we'll play it on the air. And if we and if, don't, even if we don't like it, we'll listen to it and, and take. If it you there. call during the show, maybe you know. Yeah, just throw it out there. Maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe, maybe we'll, we'll answer. Yeah, maybe. Um, so, um, let's see what else. That's it. That's it. We're an hour and 55 in. I don't know what else we can say. We're going to get kicked off the internet. Said. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, but we just like to thank everybody once again. So honored to be able to serve everybody. And we just uh, look forward to doing another six months uh, for everybody. So for the Gnarly Gnome, gnarlygnome.com. The gnarlygnome.com. You got it. And Tina Cisneros, go see her. Have a hamburger at the Oakley Pub and Grill. And a beer. And a beer. Or two. This is Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. Thank you very much, Periscope. Periscope. Thanks, guys. Sorry to keep you so long. I think my wife is one of them.